light, shade, and everything in between. Even in the absence of color, tones provide depth to the composition. Tones are the color values of an illustration. They are broken down to three main parts, and those are the highlights, midtones, and shadows. The tones are highly dependent on the lighting. The highlight is the portion where the most light is bounced off the object. The midtone is where just enough light is spread where we can see the object's texture or color. And finally, the shadow is where the light is partially or totally deprived in the object and is the darkest part. In figure 5a, we see a sphere demonstrating the different tones because of lighting. Highlights, midtones, and shadows. Going further in the discussion, we will elaborate on each tone to let you know about their function. Highlights. Definitely the brightest part of the object. Aside from showing the intensity of light, it also shows its direction. The brighter the environment, the stronger the highlight is. Too much brightness, though, might affect the midtone, causing it to lose its texture and color. A good way to create highlights of a shape is to find a good light source, and from there, apply it to the shape like in Figure 5b. Midtone. The midtone has both the color and texture of the object. Also, it is a tone that relies on both the highlight and shadow to be most effective. Otherwise, the illustration would appear flat and boring, just like in Figure 5c. Shadows. Just like the highlight, the shadow dictates both the intensity and direction of light. It is advised to keep shadows subtle when drawing illustrations. This is because it steers the attention away from the intended subject because of the darkness. Shadows are also extended from the object to the ground to better create the illusion of realism. Again, the intensity and direction of the light also dictates how this type of shadow looks like. See figure 5D. The farther away from the light, the smaller the shadow cast. It is also blurry and subtle. The nearer the light, the longer the shadow cast. The shadow is also more contrasted and solid. Techniques for drawing texture. Drawing textures can be fun and tricky. However, once you get the hang of it, it becomes second nature to you. Before you begin, we will let you in on a trade secret. Texture drawing is just like painting. So, if you've ever wanted to paint but didn't have a canvas and a brush, this is a good alternative. Since texture drawing is similar to painting, you hold your pencil like a paintbrush, like figure 5e. And also, make sure to sharpen it to a chisel point. This will be very handy in the long run, figure 5f. To start drawing, spread the lead onto the paper, like butter on toast. Unlike drawing the way you write with a pen, this style covers more space and gives you a more gradient effect. Figure 5G. Drawing with this style, scrawling the pencil back and forth horizontally and vertically, this can be applied when drawing smooth textures. Another way is to tightly draw scribbles with faded edges, but this is best applied to round and irregular objects. However, if you do prefer holding it like a pen when drawing, a good technique is called stippling or pointillism, where you create light and shade using the dots from the tip of your pencil, figure 5h. This is a great technique, and it yields great accuracy, but this can get straining after a while. Stippling is best applied when drawing rough textures or grains.